and thank you for joining me for Success in the Evening with Coach Ricky Terry. I had an absolute blast with my friend, Michelle Kirby, life coach, minister, author, and really great person. So come on in. You're going to love the conversation. Thank you for joining us, and welcome to Success in the Evening with Coach Rick Terry. He'll be sharing great music and good discussions about topics that will take you to the next level. To join the discussion, call nlgradio.com on 202-299-6673. In the meantime, sit back and listen to our vibe as you cruise to your next destination. Michelle! Coach Terry. Michelle. <laughs> How are you? I'm feeling okay. You know I'm not telling the truth, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to a really, really great coach, a really great mom, wife, uh, gospel leader, just a great person all the way around what you got jt you know what coach i i got this one you got you gonna do this i got this you one. sure this she big time i and that's why i'm gonna put on the okay. big time voice oh ooh. go ahead the big time voice. put, put on the big time voice we're here JT. now okay do it make it work ladies and gentlemen of success in the evening miss michelle kirby is an author editor certified life coach ordained minister and founder of become ministries Nonprofit creator of the Hands and Feet movement and host slash MC and speaker. She has recently graduated from a copyright editing course and is a freelance ghostwriter. Multi talented. Multi talented. Multi talented. More importantly, she is a beloved wife, mom, daughter, sister, friend. And person she challenges you to truly live your best life and she has passion for helping others find their purpose and walk in it the girl bad oh wait 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 you're gonna wait, do it you? you wait to do it wait you? here we go wait here we go just a second I need all hands on deck because ladies and gentlemen today we here at Success in the Evening have a show enough. Show enough. A show enough. Show enough. Guest with us today. See, the thing about today is when you got a show enough show, you show enough know that the show enough guest that you got on going to show enough bring some show enough stuff. You trying to say she going to show out. I'm, she going to show out. Show, she going to show up, show out, and then she going to show enough walk out. Mm. Mm. Mm, mm. You forgot, think you've got show off? Uh, yeah, yeah, you you didn't hey, say show off. Hey, Michelle, look, you might want to jump in. Look, here. look, look. <laughs> when you get big time, everything you do looks like you're showing off. Well, you know she's big time. You know, you, you know just, she's you you know she's the author of the book Turn the Light Back On. Ooh, ooh. So Michelle, why don't you tell the people who you are, what you're about, and then let's have a conversation to help change some lives. You okay with that? I certainly am, Coach. Well, listen, thank you for having me on this show. I'm super excited and honored to be here at Success in the Evening with Coach Terry. And 
I'm just a woman on a mission to just do all the things that the Lord has purposed in me, and that involves empowering other women to do the same. Sometimes we get so caught up in doing so many things for others that we forget that we actually exist for a purpose, on purpose here on earth. And it just fuels me to all extent to just be able to breathe that same passion into others that might not see that in themselves. Wow. Could you say all that again backwards? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really, not today. <laughs> so so before we get started, I got to tell everybody, one, you my homegirl. We don't hear that no more. But Michelle is my homegirl. Everybody knows I'm originally from the Carolinas and uh, uh, grew up down in Greenville, South Carolina and Asheville, North Carolina. And I call both of those home. Michelle is right outside of Greenville. I'm not going to give your exact location, uh, but just a woman of standard and power. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you, uh, especially during the holiday period, is because you have such a powerful message uh, that is geared towards women and repurposing their gifts in God and learning how to get the most out of it. You and I started talking a couple of years ago, it seems like now. And one of the things you were doing at that time was working out your book and working out your purpose. Can you kind of walk us through what women, if you don't mind, go through to get to where you are now and, and how women can get on that journey? Sure. And it takes a lot of effort, but it also definitely takes a coach such as yourself to pull that potential out because it's not easy to stay focused. Trying to be a mom and a wife and working in corporate America for a little bit because I don't see my future as me staying there. But a lot of women have a dream to just work on their business, on their craft, on their passion, but they stay stuck working for corporate America because they think that's the only thing that they can do so they settle mm. until they have someone that comes into their lives and says you know what I'm going to challenge you because I see more in you so when you empowered me during our coaching sessions to be able to see outside of myself and to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel so to speak I started to really get excited because my passion had been reignited and that's not something that comes easily for me because I try to believe that I'm a self-proclaimed self-motivator but at the end of the day as a female we go through so many different emotions we go from feeling euphoric and feeling like we can just conquer the world and wear that superwoman badge to feeling less than ashamed of our past not worthy feel like our dreams should just die because we you know we have to take care of the family and we have to just be an example and be a mother and we try to downplay the gifts that we have to try to fit into the mold that people put us in Wow. Well, let's talk about one of your gifts and, and you have several. Uh, one of your gifts is helping, again, women get to the next level. How do you best leverage your gift to get through to what is decades of for most young women being told be a girl and, and it's your role to marry a man and let that man take care of you? How do you get through that? to help them get to their purpose. What are you doing? Well, what I do is I take them into a eight week self-discovery coaching process. And with that, I allow them to see every talent and every gift that I see in them. But it comes through a self-discovery journey where I have them do several assessments on the front end to be able to allow them to see what their strengths and weaknesses are 
I also do a Myers-Briggs to kind of see what personality they have so that I can best coach to it. Then we do what's called a value statement by choosing, doing the process of elimination on a whole bunch of words that are just meant to help create a vision statement. So when we narrow it down, I have them take the 10 words that they picked as absolutely core to who they are. We form a vision statement around that. And then by week four, I have them do a vision board with utilizing those words and thinking outside of the box and like taking God out of that lid and just thinking crazy faith um, dreams. I have them put that on a huge vision board or wall so that as they're walking the next four weeks with me, we're picking one of those things that they want to achieve. And they're placing this vision board where they can see it every single day. So they can also reassess at the end of the night that I do everything in my power to reach that goal or get closer to it. Otherwise, it's okay. There's grace and mercy and the next day comes. But as a coach, I just keep them super accountable. I check in with them every single day. And our weekly calls are what I call power sessions because we get through all the hurdles and all the obstacles that may have stopped them from being the best they could that week. And through that process, by the eighth week, they would have hit either one or three of those goals in their vision board. And then we assess whether we need to go forward with another eight weeks or just a one-by-one coaching as needed. But when you are working with them, one of the things you said, and, and, and you're the subject matter expert, and I don't want anything to slip past anyone. How important is having a visual vision board, something you can physically see? How important is it to have one of those? And and if you don't mind, explain what a vision board does, just in case someone is new to it. Sure. So it's extremely important. I did a vision board in 2014, and it allowed me to keep my goals right smack in my face. And they literally all came to fruition between then and now. See, everyone just wants a quick fix and an overnight success story, but they don't see what grime work goes behind it. And I try to just be very realistic with my clients, and I tell them that I'm going to give them the first head start, and then we're going to go from there, but that it's not going to be overnight. There's work required. A vision board is that where you put in different things you want to do, different things you want to succeed in, how you want to take care of your health, your marriage, your relationship with God, your spirituality, your body, your finances, etc. The five pillars of life, so to speak. Like in Habakkuk 2.2, it says, write the vision and make it plain. Come on, so girl. So others can see. And so that you can also run with it and people can hold you accountable. So once you start doing a vision board, you got to look at that every day and say, well, wow. Okay, no, I was so lazy. I watched Netflix and I didn't do anything to get me closer to that. Even that one goal of eating healthy because I ate bonbons. And so it's an everyday reminder of you said you were going to do this and you said to your coach that you were going to strive for this and you probably posted it on social media so people could think it looked cute, but now you're not doing this. So I hold people accountable and I hold them to the fire because if you see it, then the law of attraction makes it manifest, but obviously coupled with hard work and dedication and follow through. Hi, Michelle, it's Danita Terry. Glad to talk with you, and uh, I, I just can't even speak loud enough about how much I agree with that writing it down. It's, uh, you asked the two Terry men that are in here about how strongly I feel about writing something down, and they, 
they will tell you, I believe in it strongly, if for no other reason, so you can check things off once you have accomplished them. But I also uh, want to congratulate you because I remember when you were my husband's, uh, you were his mentee. And I'm just so very proud of uh, how far you've come since then. Uh, I'm glad that we could be a part of your success. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, I, I have a question. When when you decide to have a vision board, when you decided to do a vision board, when people are thinking about it, do they only have to have one vision board or can they have multi uh, vision boards? They can have multiple vision boards. To me, what the vision board is, it's like a to do list, but it, it just comes at you. So it's a graphic visual to do list. So I have a Christian planner and every month it allows me to create a vision board and a set like mindset for that month. So my months could be themed out like this month will be self-discovery. The next month will be new adventures just to signify January. February might be, you know, take a spiritual break and, and meditate more. So I always have the chance to reinvent my vision board. So it's ever evolving. You don't just make one. Once you've kind of exceeded your potential in that one you look at it you keep it i have mine in front of me and it just serves as a reminder that anything you put your mind to you can and will accomplish but it's going to require dedication and sweat and hard work and it's going to require for you to also pay for some resources and self-development uh oh now you stepping now you stepping on toes not now you you stepping on people's toes you mean let me make sure I understand this because you see you got all your stuff together you you got a loving marriage you got loving children that don't get in trouble you got a a great job that allows you to have a part-time little gig you got it together you know who are you to tell somebody who's struggling what they gonna do yeah well, can I tell you because I was on that struggling side too like I owned the struggle bus I had the CDL did you say you owned the CDL I sure did so it's not even about making excuses because you can be in a 706 um, square foot apartment, you know, not being able to hardly pay rent. But we all have gifts inside of us. We could all grab some magazines, do a vision board. And if we don't have money for the coaching right then and there, put that as part of your vision board. I'm going to get me a coach to be able to pull my Come on, girl. to get this, this and that. So even if it starts small, you have to be... You have to be passionate about what you want and you have to be also you have to show God that you're going to be faithful in the small so he can elevate you and give you that much because mm. that much that he gives you much is required and sometimes we want what we see people have but we don't see what they do on the back side of it so you can start small I started small I started not married I started single mom two kids I started from a 716 square foot apartment in New York I removed my kids it was two two kids in a truck because I moved them here by myself we got to South Carolina I started from scratch didn't know anybody you weren't afraid it's just it's crazy you know I hear people all the time talk about what they can't do because they don't have support you're telling me you you should start a business called two women in a truck by the way i sure did somebody but, better coin that because i got that gonna, hey josh josh will call josh will call our lawyer right now and get this get lawyer. this down two women <laughs> see this guys are a mess. see this is what i love welcome to success in the evening with coach rick terry He'll be sharing great music 
and good discussions about topics that will take you to the next level. To join the discussion, call nlgradio.com on 202-299-6673. See, what y'all don't know on air is this has been a running battle between Michelle and I. So when I used to share with her during our coaching sessions certain things, I'd have to say to Michelle, uh, Michelle, this is proprietary information I'm sharing with you because Michelle, she is, she is quick next day. You talking to her and you look up online and your stuff already up there. No, on a serious basis. No, on, on a serious basis. I, 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 I really learned a lot from Michelle about being faithful towards your journey. Because like she said, she didn't start with an easy path. And when she decided that her life uh, required a change, she didn't wait on change to come. And one of the things I want to say about going into 2020, or better yet, Michelle, one of the things I'm hoping you will cover about going into 2020 is about waiting and, and what that means. Because a lot of Christians say, I'm just going to wait on the Lord. I'm just going to wait on the Lord. And, 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 and we're going to talk about this later today because my pastor is going to be joining us. Um, and we talked a little bit last night about what that means to wait. When when you hear that, I'm just going to wait on the Lord to handle it, what does that do for you? To me, it boils my blood because to me, the Lord's not going to wait for you. He's waiting for you to just do something and show him your obedience so he can unlock all the gifts and resources. So we waiting is another way of saying we lazy. Ooh, see, this is why I like her. She doesn't mix her words at all. So let's talk about what happened after you were diligent in doing the processes, because one of the things I learned about you in, in coaching you, you were dedicated to the process. What was one of the moments of processing for you to get to your level of success? What was that? That's a loaded question. Can you narrow it down? You know what? I'm scared of you. When 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 you started making your when you made your mind up that you were going to become a public figure and if y'all don't know she is all over social media public figure on instagram on facebook uh she's in linkedin i believe when you made that choice what was the hardest decision for you the hardest decision was to realize that if i was gonna be successful and be my true self i couldn't i couldn't afford to jeopardize my integrity or my character and I had to make sure that those things matched so like everything that I say that I'm about I have to look in the mirror and check my motives before I even hit send that that's truly who I am because right or wrong if I'm called out I need to have my story straight and I need to be real a hundred percent of the time so realizing that I was putting myself out there whether it was a post about women empowerment or whether it was a post about somebody being treated unfairly. I had to always make sure that in the line and the thread of everything that I posted, that there was consistency, integrity, and truth. And that's not hard. That's not easy when you're not having the best day. So you always have to make sure you check yourself and that you realize you're not everyone's going to jump in your boat. Not everyone's going to support you. Not everyone's going to hand clap you. You're going to have more haters are in your timeline than people that are supporting you. And you have to be okay with that, knowing that your lane might be really narrow to just you and your iPhone. Wow. And and you've got to be able, and I, I want to share this with everybody, especially going into 2020, you've got to have a push-through attitude. Yep. And you know 100%. what? 100%. You know what, Coach, and actually both coaches, I guess I can say, 
because uh, I'll throw this to both of you all. Uh, Miss Kirby, if you can expand on that, um, being able to, you know, deal with, embrace, or block out, you know, the hate that you will get in, in pursuing your own path, because, you know, yes. many, you know, anybody who's had any short-term, long-term, or any type of success knows that the moment that you start doing well for yourself, the people oh. that were around you that yeah, that, that weren't like doing flies. anything, they drop like flies, and they say, oh, well, I guess you don't have time for me anymore, huh? I, I I guess you I guess you don't hang out with us, huh? I, yeah, I'm you going know. through that right now. Whether it's in my fitness and I'm trying to go plant based, or at least I'm trying it. Whether it's that, or whether it's um, trying to just increase my my level of concentration, so I like put my phone up at eight o'clock and I don't answer till the next day. Or whether it's I don't go on my news feed enough and check people's stuff, so I'll get a text message. Oh, did you check this? Did you see what I did? Look at me, look at me, and I'm like. Okay, hold on. Like, that's a lot at once, but that's what I get from all different kinds of people who think because I'm out there and I post that I must be out there checking other people's business, and I don't have time for that. And I tell people straight up as they approach me, if I don't have time to see your stuff, but I am your friend, then the phone rings on both ends. If you have something you want me to celebrate with you, just call me. But then you have the friends that see you elevate, elevate, elevate. They take it a little personal. They try to invite you for lunch. And when you say, my calendar's actually booked out three months, and I only have set times for my family that I need to prioritize, and all of a sudden, you're being mean, and you're not being friendly. And, oh, you're too big for your oats, and now you can't even be approachable. So you have to really stand firm on your foundation on what you're doing. And you only have one person, or should I say, you only have God to please and to be able to say, God, you know my heart. You know I'm working hard towards this. You know I do not have any ill feelings towards anyone. But there's not many that are going to feed into your vision because once it looks great, during a collaboration, you're going one path, and once they see you elevate, they're looking at you and just want to pull you down. They don't even let you pull them up with you. They're just trying to yank at you and throw drama at you, and it's just, it gets a little ugly, but you have to learn how to navigate that, and I think just knowing who you are, having your support system at home, and knowing who you are in Christ are going to be huge and fundamental. Wow. Well, one of the things that we're going to do, uh, really quickly is we're going to take a music break uh and when we come back we're going to discuss you know what does it take to get a book out of someone um because that's one of the things you do you as a ghost writer uh mm -hmm. and a coach you're able to help draw and that's one of the things that that i encourage people to do find a coach that's going to help draw out of you that which has been planted. See, a lot of times there is seeds planted within a person. They right. just don't recognize how to fully get that out. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk about that. You're listening to Success in the Evening with Coach Ricky Terry and my guest, Miss Michelle Kirby, the coach. Thank you for joining us and welcome to Success in the Evening with Coach Rick Terry. He'll be sharing great music and good discussions about topics that will take you to the next level. To join the discussion, call nlgradio.com on 202-299-6673. In the meantime, sit back and listen to our vibe as you cruise to your next destination. I made you a promise when we came on the air in April that we were going to bring you the very best in information to help you get to the next level. And our first guest today has really done a great job in 
helping to share that information. Michelle, you back with us? I sure am, Coach. Well, before we left, you were getting ready to share with us um, something very powerful. Why don't you go ahead and give us that information? Sure. Well, recently as a coach, I have realized that many women that I come in contact with all have a passionate story that they want to get out, whether it's um, the death of a loved one that happened because of an injustice or something in the healthcare system or just something that they have just realized that was a pivotal moment in their life that they wanted to put pen to paper. They just said, Michelle, well, I'm dyslexic or I'm reading impaired or writing impaired. There's always was an excuse put in front of the why they couldn't get their book out. And so I've gotten coaching and certification on being a ghostwriter, which I absolutely love and have extreme passion for because it puts the person's story in a book form where they once thought they could never do it. And the way it happens is very organic. I put them through a process of questions. I put them on an app called Telegram where we converse back and forth via voice message. And I keep that there as my library to be able to compose their book. So everyone can talk, even if it's just into a microphone, but not everyone can write and articulate what a story should be. So the job of a ghostwriter and what I do is just pull the potential out of my client by asking them questions about their vision and their passion for their book. And once the ball starts rolling, you would be amazed at the voice memos I get seven minutes in. They're like, wow, God's really flowing through me. And I'm like, anytime it flows, just excuse yourself, go to the restroom, do a voice memo into the app. And they are just finding healing. They're finding closure. They're finding true excitement. And they're literally putting their voice in a book to be able to have it as a legacy to also share it now and be able to speak on a platform where they might be led into a room because they have this book and material and knowledge and it opens so many doors, but it also gives them that satisfaction of being an author because my name isn't in the book at all, unless I edit the book, it's strictly their book. So it would be like, you know, turn the light back on by coach Rick Terry, even if I wrote it. And that's just an example. So it's very fulfilling, but it's very awesome to know that there are ghostwriters out there that will be able to do this. And the projects aren't that expensive, depending on the storyline, the time frame, and the goal on which they want to self-publish, which I also help them do start well, to finish. Well, here, here we go. Let's do this real quick. Now on, on my one do North LLC Facebook page. Again, that's the one do North LLC Facebook page is all of your information. We put it up there to day but if someone wanted to get in touch with you about doing some ghost writing um, or moving their success to the next level how can they reach you they can reach me multiple ways i'm on all platforms as the real michelle kirby my email is the real michelle kirby at gmail.com my website is the real michelle kirby.com and on the very bottom of the first and the mobile app you scroll to the bottom it says contact me so it'll allow you to send me a message a messenger on Facebook, DM me via Instagram, or email me, and I'll be able to give you a free 30-minute consultation. And you're going to talk to him with that Bronx attitude? 
I will bring yeah. the Bronx attitude. Well, with now me. I got to tell you, one of one of my wingmen is Darian DePaul. He he's my wingman. He's he, you know that we've been together for what 17, 18 years. He's the he's the one laughing at me. Right yeah, now? he's the one laughing at you right hey, now. Hey, okay. Michelle, Michelle, I heard you say something. I was like, the Bronx. He, oh yeah, At it, least I didn't say I didn't talk like Cardi B or anything weird. Not not while you on the air, but you will, guys. No, trust me, she, I sure you, will, and I have. You know yeah. what it is is that you always find people they be when they become genuine, when they become passionate, they become genuine. They become their original selves, and it's always a good <laughs> you know it's a good thing. It's a bad thing sometimes, but it's always a it, one way or the other. You know, it, it's right. it's like when you it's when your when your mother calls you by your whole name. You know, that's oh when, you in trouble. It, yeah, it's official at that point. At that that's point, right. you, <laughs> at that point, you are you're done. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. When well, she, you see, <laughs> go ahead, you see, when you when you step into a room and you know. You got to size up the atmosphere really quick and you know how you got to come. Right. So I got to come correct everywhere. Right. But I'm also myself because if I don't bring me, then I'm bringing somebody that's phony. Right. But at the same time, when you're speaking and you're doing a news conference and you're speaking very eloquently and you're mm -hmm. just pronunciating everything, it just sounds a little whack. And you oh, be Look, here's what you get with that. Oh, be quiet with that fake stuff and just tell it Whatever. to us like it is. You church, you church folk. Oh, see. OK. See, see what y'all don't know that she she just threw a punch out there. See, I the, the private conversations me and this jet I have are, mm -hmm. are unbelievable. And and she know I'll talk about church folks in a minute. Y'all work my <laughs> I love y'all, but y'all work a brother's nerve. You hear me, mm -hmm. Michelle? Let me ask you a question though. For those who are thinking about, uh, you know, getting their book out. Because we all have a book in us. Every one of us. This is just about learning how to get it out. And a lot of people are intimidated by that. What has been the reward? What doors open for you in getting your book out? Turn the light back on. Oh, my goodness. So the doors that have opened have been incredible. And it's only something that can happen with God. Because I followed what I had to do. When I got my book published, I got on the news. I got on, like, 20 speaking platforms within eight months. I had book signings. I had vendor opportunities. I've sold Kindle versions. My book wound up in the Fiji Islands. I've, the Lord has allowed me through my book to touch so many lives that I thought I could never touch because when you put something in writing, it can reach multiple hands. So my book actually reached Oprah Winfrey studio. She then sent it to a correctional facility. I then got a letter stating Oprah Winfrey's group sent me your book. I mean, mind blowing. I never know what's going to be in my DM or my messenger or in my email or in my mailbox. I've also received checks of just sowing seed into my ministry because they believe in me. I received two ghostwriting projects after my book because they were like, if you can write that, then you can write mine. And those are totaling about 20 grand. And it's not to toot my own horn. I am so humble and I if am you don't so toot it, I will. excited. I'm so excited at what the Lord's doing. I have literally so many things already laid out for 2020 that if the Lord is this in his will, they're happening and they're so exciting. And it all started with the inception and birth of my book. And guys, I want to tell you, if you want to get Michelle's book, it's over on Amazon. Um, look for the real Michelle Kirby. It's entitled Turn the Lights Back On. And of those I've coached and, and I've been blessed um, to be able to coach coaches 
means more to me than anything else because Michelle is a when I tell you uh first of all her village is listening to the show today and she comes packed with a village her family mm-hmm. especially her husband Tony and by the way please tell Tony and the crew I said hello uh and sure we want to thank you Michelle for coming on and sharing your input uh and going out in 30 seconds what's your message out to folks before you leave what's your holiday message or your 2020 message to people before you leave Listen, we're not promised the next day, so make the best day out of what you have in front of you. If you have goals that you think have been dormant or that have died, they have not. It's just maybe your lack of having someone to be able to push you. But if you team up with the right person, even if it's just one person, and you allow that vision to just open up and you just make little baby steps, you'd be surprised at how your quality of life and everything that you have in front of you actually manifests and comes to fruition so don't give up stay hopeful stay close to people that empower and encourage you and the naysayers put them in the back burner put them in the balcony and say hey from far but keep the personal relationships close keep your inner circle small and strive for greatness because we all have greatness within us you know i thought you were first of all that was beautiful i thought you were getting ready to steal from me yet again when you said don't give up i just knew she was going there mm-hmm. you know keep but the Michelle, main thing the main keep thing the main thing the main thing don't give up don't give in and don't give out you don't have that much farther to go and guys if you're looking for a coach i, I i'll be the first to say you know uh look at my friend look at look at one of those i had the privilege of coaching and 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 learning from i i I coached her and i learned from her the real michelle kirby you can find her on facebook you can find her on the gram you can find her uh on linkedin you can find her on facebook facebook she's really really out there uh but i want you guys to look her up she's the real deal and between Michelle and I, if we can't help you, you might have some bigger problems than we even know about. Michelle, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year. And I can't wait to see what God's going to do in your life. Uh, television is the is what would assume one would assume is the next big step. But we never know what God what the next big step is. But we yes, do know this, that we are better used by God when we are better positioned to serve God. And when we better position ourselves, God brings missions and glory our way. And I want to thank you again for joining Success in the Evening. Guys, you've been listening to Success in the Evening. My name is Coach Ricky Terry. JT, the super producer, give me something. Well, I hope you liked today's message. And if you have a comment or suggestion you would like to leave, just hit the record button. We'll listen to it. And if it's something we can play over the air, I promise you we will. Until then, remember, join us every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. on NLGRadio.com. That's NLGRadio.com every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. And you'll get a chance to join in with the flight crew and our special guests. We'd love to have you. And if you're a first-time listener, please let us know. Give us a call. Our call-in number is 202-299-6673. My name is Coach Ricky Terry, President of One Do North, and I am your coach.